sometimes just like talking to a friend. Yeah, who wants to do that? Like if I just if we just sat here and didn't press record on the camera or on the audio, it would just be like hanging out and talking to a friend, and I don't want to do that. Like, what's the point? What's the point of talking to a friend if you can't record it and then make a little bit of money on the internet, that's, right? That's a very good question, Ryan. I forgive you, Steve. Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Steve, and this is 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. Ryan, this first ad was sent by Joey Scar. That's right, About Steve. this listing. It's a high-octane killer chainsaw guitar. Uh, donor guitar was a Scott Ian GS Washburn guitar, but during a black mass, it turned into this satanic masterpiece. You can enter Wasp only taking it to the audition. Mr. Lawless will hire you immediately. Photos 7 and 8 show how it's used to chop trees. Rapers, reggaeton, reggaeton followers, and all those not very suitable people. How did this did make he, it through did, reverb? Did he mean to write rappers, not rapers? I don't know. That would be... I, that, I don't know if that's better. Or, I think that's worse. <laughs> The specialist man. This listing is still live on Reverb, by the way. The specialist man doesn't appear on more photos because guitar killed him during the shooting. Photo nine. I have not looked at a single photo of this. Oh, I'm, really? High metal sound provided by one Demarzio humbucker. Guitar doesn't have uh, a volume pot because there's no need to decrease volume if you want to be the next Ross the boss. Is that a reference to Gary Rossington? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. This is the sons of metal guitar we all need. Warning, if you play reggaeton near the guitar, it jumps from the case and kills who played it. This guy really hates reggae. No return accepted by this. It's not the first time it happens. You've been warned. When guitar needs more metal, power the needle. Photo 11 will show low. Uh, Needs more metal power, so you'll need to hunt more disgusting people. I can provide a volume pot if you're not metal enough. Ideal guitar for underground Mad Max alike bands, sawmill rock bands, and similar. I still have not looked at a picture. I will look at a picture in a moment. He's about to look at a picture. But I have one question first. What's your question, Steve? If you are watching a Rick Beato Spotify top 10 video, it's pretty much guaranteed that you will hear at least one reggaeton song. Is that your fault, Rick's fault, or the reggaeton artist's fault? Because it does say... If it here, if you play reggaeton near the guitar, it will jump from the case and kill who played it. Is it going to destroy your TV? Is the guitar smart enough to know that the song came? If from- you're watching it on your phone, it'll jump from the case and cut your hand off. Right, but if you throw your phone, will it chase the phone? Like it's not your fault the reggaeton played. It's just in the Spotify top ten. All right, take a look at the guitar, Steve. How is this a functional chainsaw? It's not a functional chainsaw. Well, that's very disappointing. (laughs) When we first... Most of what you read, Steve, was a joke. It was someone being silly. Most of... Most of... uh, Actually, when I saw this title, I thought this was this guitar. Oh, there's the picture of it chopping a tree. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
You know how when you cut a, ch- a tree with a chainsaw, it bleeds human red blood yeah. That, yeah. that actually looks like um, jelly or something? I actually thought this was, there was a guitar that kind of went semi-viral a few weeks ago where somebody built a guitar out of a circular saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that thing was like still working, and I did not understand how that dude wasn't going to hurt himself. He probably did. Um, this is uh, much ado. I like that the description is very descriptive. I this makes my like where I wanted to go with this guitar title a lot less fun because I was going to suggest that this is the guitar for Fred Durst to play just during break stuff where he says, you know, I pack a chainsaw. I'll skin your ass raw, but I don't, I mean, I guess it could still fit the theme. Yeah, I think so. There's a lot going on here, and most of what's going on here is impractical, but at least it's interesting. Like like attaching a, a neck to a chainsaw body and putting a humbucker in there and, and making it a functional guitar is kind of neat, but there's there's some sloppy elements here. This guy wants 900 bucks. Oh no. No. This isn't this isn't nine hundred dollars clean. Like it's it this is a home project. Like this this guy's trying to flip this thing and make money on the guitar parts and the chainsaw parts. Like n- none of this adds up to nine hundred bucks. It says the donor guitar was a Scott Ian G S Washburn, which is fine, but I want it like this is part of my problem is I'm looking at this and maybe it's just the visual because it's all combined, but this chainsaw looks really small to me. Well, not every chainsaw is big, Steve. But I expected this to be like us. Like, you ever watch those lumberjack competitions? Uh huh. I expected it to be like one of those chainsaws, like menacing. This is smaller. This looks smaller than like my hedge trimmer, which I used this past weekend to trim my hedge. What he said was a GX? GS. Scott Ian GS Washburn. All right. Did you find it? I found it, but there's a bunch of different Scott Ian's. Scott Ian. Well, I mean, there's one Scott Ian, but a bunch of different Washburns. So I'm going to try to find. I thought Scott Ian was a Fender artist. That's why he uh, like he wanted one of those Fender Game of Thrones guitars real bad. If he had this guitar, he could carve his own Fender carved a Game G- of Thrones guitar. Maybe he means an SG? I don't know. I don't know. see a GS. Is but I'm, a... I'm seeing I'm seeing this listing everywhere for the the chainsaw thing. I think it's all over people's news cycles or whatever. Yeah, the if you look up the Wash Washburn Scott Ian murder, uh, it shows, and I think yeah, it has the same headstock. It's an SG style. Oh, this one's even called Anthrax Washburn Scott Ian murder weapon guitar. That one's a thousand dollars, though. Did he really pull the neck off of a thousand dollar guitar to do this? I don't think so. I think there's cheaper ones around. I'm just saying, like that's the general shape. Well, hold on now. Hold on. Hold on now. I'm holding on. This is the one because look, it's got the it's got the pinstriping. I didn't realize there were still parts of the body in there. Oh wow. Okay, so he's he's okay. So this is the exact one. It has that blue pinstriping. How much is right? This is the WSI 10B, and this is in a different language. Can I? Uh, they want 235 euros for this guitar. That makes sense. 
I'm seeing one on eBay. It looks like it's brand new. It's $700. It's signed, so maybe that's why they want more. Yeah, that one. Oh, but this is a different. This one is a white headstock. But it's the same general idea. Right, right. But th- this this one going for 230-something euros makes sense as it being the starter for this. Yeah. Still, there's like, may- maybe that's a $150 chainsaw before it was taken apart. Maybe this is a three or $400 guitar mm-hmm. before it's listed used or something like that. And combining them together, it, it's made a cool stage prop. I'm sure it's playable and functional. Um, geez. It's, it's, it's got some rough edges, though. It's $900. It is in Spain, so the shipping is kind of I think like outside of that calculation. My favorite part of it is that he's he's still got the 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 pole on it. Yeah, yeah. That's like I a feel like that picture that should be attached to something that makes some sort of sound. You know, I just can't get over the fact that this chainsaw is like it's little or little orange plastic. But even the biggest chainsaws aren't like guitar body sized. No, I know. It's but like, like a little. It's like a little guy. You know. He's got a Steve Vai tattoo. That's how you. Of know course this guy he does. Serious. Of course he does. Yeah. I can't. I just can't with this. I'm so disappointed after that. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, he was doing it. Oh, well, because I was so hyped. $200 shipping because, you know, because it's Spain. In Spain. Yeah. That's just what Reaver put on there. He didn't yeah. put it on there. <laughs> I, you know, you want more out of a chainsaw guitar. It, okay. If we've seen a lot of gun guitars over the years where it's like a piece of wood that's then been carved into a gun shape and the neck is the, 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 uh, the barrel. I want to see a chainsaw guitar that is, it's not made out of a chainsaw, but it's made to look like a chainsaw. And I want to see inlays around the edge of the fretboard, giving it the teeth all the way around, Mm, mm -hmm. you know? And I want the, I want the pull on it. What's the official word for that? I own chainsaw. I own a chainsaw. The the pull, the, what is it? uh, I don't know. It's like a gas thing. I like, I own lawn. I've owned a lawnmower with that. I can't think of the name for it. I used to mow lawns professionally as a, as a teenager, the lawnmower pull string, pull cord. They just pull cord, pull cord, pull cord, pull string. I want a recoil starter. It's called a recoil starter, recoil starter. That wasn't the word that I had in my head, but sure. Oh, the recoil starter is the mechanism is a pull start mechanism. And the starter, it's just called a starter cord or a starter rope that's connected to your recoil. I want it. I want that recoil start starter cord. I want to be holding like a power cord and the, and it's ringing out. And as you yank that, it does this like hard chopping boost. So it like boosts your signal into your dirt and you're like, cha, 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 cha. So, cha, 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 cha. So you're holding a note and it goes, cha, 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 cha. Like the gain like chops up. I mean, there's a part in there that moves. I bet you could like somehow, cause that's gotta be delivering doable. juice somewhere, right? When you, when you do that. I think that's doable. I don't think Steve knows how gas lawnmowers and no it does right what's that what's that do it's got to it's got to cause something I think it to just, turn over it's the starter it just gets your motor running like the right the, right how does it get your motor running that's a good question steve exactly maybe i don't know how it works i know sometimes it's hard and it makes you swear because <laughs> there's no battery so yeah maybe it's turning an alternator 
Yeah. So I'm saying like if it's producing a small amount of electricity when you do that in order to get the engine started. And it's and it's turning the engine at the same time. Yeah. So it's like the spark happens, it ignites, you're already turning the engine, and that gives so it the ability. So you find a yeah. way to harness that spark that's created as just like an electrical pulse into like a trim circuit that's rigged as always on, but it's mm. only powered when it's getting that juice from the I wasn't even starter. thinking about using an actual like the actual thing from a lumber. Right. I was thinking about like faking it somehow. Faking it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. With a circuit of some sort. I'm so disappointed in this. And I want the headstock to match the, uh, the teeth theming around the uh-huh. edge of it. And maybe those, uh, those tuners that go straight out the back. So you don't see them sticking out the sides. It is possible to make a cool looking chainsaw guitar is what I'm saying. Okay. This chainsaw guitar. What? kind of music do you play on it do i play on it like if you're in a band and you're like that's the perfect steve Vai music obviously this guy has the has the tattoo it's i mean like this is this is either like thrash punk some subgenre of metal rhythm guitar this isn't the lead guitar this is the chugga chugga it is it is the chugga chugga that's good guitar it could be the rhythm part the rhythm player of a metal band i'm thinking you this is um you this is your band this is your guitar for the tv show cover song band tone improvement oh my gosh You, you think it should be benford themed oh that would be sick there you go. Benf- uh, a Benford chainsaw the, guitar. A Benford 6400 chain guitar. Right. You know, the thing I hate about chainsaw guitars is like they're they're working totally great. They're totally fine. Then you get a bunch of leaves jammed up in there and the chain falls off. And now you have to, you're like in the middle of chopping stuff off. And now you have to take the side off and you lost the screw. And it's down in the leaves and the twigs and everything. And like you're putting the chain. It's just like... Chainsaws, chainsaw guitars are a mess. This seems like a very specific experience that <laughs> happened to you at some point. I've used a chainsaw here and there. I don't know if I've ever used a chainsaw. They're fun until they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I have an electric chainsaw now, which is more convenient, mm. but also still a pain in the ass. Chainsaw people, I respect you. You, you get a lot of good use out of your chainsaw and you keep the maintenance up on it. I respect you. I almost bought an electric pull saw, which would have been like, it's a chainsaw. Yeah. yeah I have one of those, of, you know, a 12 foot yeah, yeah. pole. Uh, but I didn't, I just got a hand pull saw. Mm. So. The pole chainsaws yep. are fun. I like those. I kind of wonder if I, sh- I still think about if I should get one because when, every time I have to trim my palm trees, I'm just like, borrow mine, borrow. I don't use it. I use it like twice a year, borrow mine, take it, take it home and then bring it back next time you come over. All right. Next time I need to trim my palm tree, I'll let you know. All right. Which will be probably before the end of the year. All right. Maybe. Or put it on the calendar. It Let's, plan. Let's it plan on it. It depends if it flowers again this year. All right. Want to tell us about uh, some business stuff? Steve? Yeah, I guess so. Let's make some money. Uh, Hey guys. No, it's the holiday season and times are tough. But if you want to support the making of this program, you can still head on over to patreon.com slash 60 cycle home guests where for as little as $1 a month or as much as whatever you feel like giving. Listen, guys, you can you can support the making of this program. 
Do you, listen, I know a lot of you out there have kids of various ages. Yeah. Do any of your kids produce hours and hours of guitar content for you to watch every week? I like how you didn't call it entertaining content. <laughs> guitar content. Do they do that for you? The spoiled brats don't do that for you, do they? We do that for you. Think about giving us a Christmas gift this year and maybe not giving a Christmas gift to your children. Just saying. Just, just, put, just putting it out in there in the universe. Take the money that you would have spent giving gifts to your children mm -hmm. and use it instead to support your favorite guitar content on the internet. Just think about it. Yeah, just think just think about it a little bit. Think about what you get from us versus like your kids who don't give you guitar content at all. So just yeah. you, know, you know, weigh those weigh those two priorities in your life is all I'm saying. Anyways, <laughs> that's an awful pitch. And uh we're very thankful and grateful to everyone who supports us on Patreon. They make a lot of content around here possible and a lot of the nuts and bolts and behind the scenes stuff could not happen without the support of the Patreons. Whether you can support us or not, we love that you're out there watching and hanging out with us and being our friends on the internet. So thank you. Happy holidays. Whatever else Steve wants to say. What I want to say is thank you for the support from our sponsor, mm. Stringjoy. Yes, thank you, Stringjoy. Crafted <laughs> in Nashville, Tennessee. Whoa. Played Steve, on stage are you a magician? Uh, the Stringjoy strings are crafted one at a time in their factory. Is it a factory or is it a plant? I'm not sure. It's a factory plant. It's a factory plant in Nashville. They make these strings. You know, somebody commented on a video the other day of a Stringjoy. Actually, it was a Stringjoy product ad about how, like, oh, I, I played coded strings in the 90s, and they were just trash, and I'll never try them again. And I had to comment. I said, hey, man, these coded strings are different. Yeah. They're not like those other guys that spray, like co coat their strings in rubber. Right. Excuse me. Nice burp, Steve. Ooh, yeah. have to, Good geez. sponsorship here. We've got burps. Uh, these, are, these feel normal. Yeah. They, they feel like strings. Well, they don't feel like normal. They feel like teeth. Because they're coated in enamel. Mm -hmm. They don't actually feel like teeth. They yep. feel like guitar strings. So I feel like these... But they don't feel they, like they're coated in a weird rubber yeah. condom either. Yeah. So go check these out. I put, the, them on, I put them on my guitars, and I can't tell, like, a week later when I forget what I put on there, I can't tell that they're coated strings because they just feel like metal. Yeah. Uh, use the link below to go check out everything they have to offer on their site. They have, like, mix and match variety packs and stuff. It's kind of neat if you want to like get a few of the orbiters and a few of their acoustic strings or the signature series strings. You can do that as like a bulk kind of a discount pack and use our code HUM at checkout to get 10% off. It's a 10%. 10% off. And also if you use our link and use the code, we get a little kickback yeah. too. So thank you for that. If you want to type more words in, you can use code chasing tone at checkout too. <sighs> But okay, HUM is faster. Yeah, HUM is faster, and we don't get a kickback if they do the other, that other one, Steve. Yeah, no, that's true. Don't use the other one. Use this one. You know, I saw I uh, they probably wouldn't, the sponsor, Stringjoy, probably wouldn't want me to say this in a sponsorship. But I was on the internet today, and I saw a post where people were being critical of Stringjoy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, the only the only thing Stringjoy is good for, blah blah blah, is if you want to make incredibly customized sets. And I was like, if that was true, that that was the only thing, isn't that still enough? 
Like, isn't that still cool? Like that you can make like yeah. incredibly customized sets. There's, there's still, they're good strings. There's strings. I like them. What a weird criticism. It's a weird criticism. Like, oh, the only thing that's good about them is this incredible detail. Yeah, good point. C- cool criticism. <laughs> like, you can make wild custom sets that you could never buy anywhere else. Like, all right. <laughs> cool criticism. <laughs> oh, man. People are weird on the internet. Like, if you don't want them, don't buy them. Like, like no, no one's forcing you to do anything. If you're watching a guitar show, if you want strings and you want to try out what we're using, then go try them, I guess. Scott, Blake, I want you guys to consider that as your new slogan. String joy. If you don't want them, don't buy them. Don't buy them if you don't want them. Shh. But you should buy them because they're great. Uh, <laughs> buy them. We need, we need the we need our affiliate said. All right. This, the uh, affiliate links are always like a neat little surprise. Like, oh, wow, cool. Yay, $3. You know, like it's, that's always fun to see in your inbox. This, but it's like we don't rely on it. This next ad was sent by Brian Brooks. This is on uh, Shop Goodwill. Shop Goodwill. Uh, Goodwill Industries of the Columbia Willamette. Can you figure out why I called this ad yeah, six? Yeah, so I know why it's called six. Unbranded, unique design, electric guitar. There's no inf- other information except that it is black. And the headstock looks like the number six. The headstock looks like the number six. Or it could be a nine or a B or a P. It could be a Q. This, a lowercase Q. This is not a squire. Interesting. I think, I think this started its life as a kid, as a parts guitar. Oh, like looking at the shape of the headstock, that was a paddle headstock. I'm surprised that it's glossed on the back, but then you know, like you look at the cuts in the body, and they did they finished it. So it's, no, it, you're right, you're right. This this started out as like these these this hack job of cuts on here. Like if you're gonna be doing that level of woodworking, do something interesting because this is it looks awkward. I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting. You you like I it? I think it's got a certain charm to it. How much is this listed for? Nine. It kind of, this is currently uh, at $89. It is not an $89 interesting guitar. But I think it's kind of interesting. The headstock, it does look like a six. It also looks like it might be going like, okay. 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 Yeah. Hey, yeah, this guitar is okay. Like I would I would have I leaned into that when carving the headstock to make it look like a hand going, okay. I think the body, sh- like I do think this body shape is interesting. Sorry. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it looks like a hack job to me. I feel like it falls into the category of so bad it's good. You have to admit, like, this person did a decent job glossing up that neck after cutting it up. Yeah. And the finishing on the guitar body itself, like, it looks competent. What was going on with the cutting? I feel like, I just feel like the cutting could be better. The body cuts could be better considering, it's like, this is this is the one person out there who is competent at doing a really clean finish job, but not right. at all competent at using a bandsaw. <laughs> <laughs> like you usually like it's easier to do the bandsaw part and come up with like interesting shapes than it is to mm-hmm. get a smooth factory finish. <laughs> this sold for $89. That was the final price. Somebody bought it. I mean, maybe they look at it and like, Oh, there's pickups in there. Or maybe they thought maybe, maybe they're like you when they see something. In this body, the, the that the pickups is actually why I don't think it's worth eighty nine dollars. 
uh, because these are like the lowest of the low right. grade. And also, like, it's got pickups. those kit tuners on there. It's yeah. got those, uh, those well, they're what kit, are the trapezoid tuners? They're kit tuners, yeah. but they're also every import guitar from the 90s tuners. Right, right. So that's what made me think, like, this, this could have started as, like, some Squire parts or an Epiphone 310 or something. Not 310. I know what you mean. No, 310, yeah. The bolt-on strats. And I'm just going to say, because someone in the audience is going to say it first, like whoever bought this, they're just going to put their dick in there. What? You really? What? (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean, it's... Maybe that's maybe maybe that's why it's shaped that way in the first place. Why would you why would you think that? <laughs> the string I spent, because I spent too much time on guitar circle church. The string is in the way. You cut your dick off. That string. It'd be very painful. It would be very painful. I'm not saying I would do it. You'll cut your dick off, kid. And don't don't you dare have sex with that guitar. You're gonna mangle your dick. This is the new. This is where we lose both our sponsorships. This is, this is a Christmas story. It's the knockoff. This is the episode after Thanksgiving weekend, so no one's even watching this. Like everyone's like just chilled out, like not not caring about. No, podcasts. this is the first day back to work after oh, Thanksgiving. Man, you're right, everyone's watching it. Uh, everyone's watching. Uh, get down in the comment section. Let me know. What do you think? Did, some, did, did the person who bought this, did they put their dick in it? <laughs> <laughs> what about the person who made it? Okay. We, I want I want you to say in the comment section, did the person who made it put their dick in it? Or did the person who bought it put their dick in it? Ryan, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> and you don't have to say the dick part. You can just say made it or bought it in the comment section. You know that. You and know, I'll know what you mean. You know that. Uh, Paul Rudd, the movie Wanderlust, that Paul Rudd clip. Uh, I'm not sure I do. You either, it's the one where he's, st- he's standing in front of the mirror. It's been, you definitely know it because I've sent it to you. I've sent you the TikTok of it at least once because there's a guy, he's a DJ and he does like these mixes and uh, he'll insert it into things. But anyway, uh, the point being that it's a video clip. Paul Rudd standing in the mirror, and he just keeps saying, my dick. You don't know that one? I don't know that one. How do you not know that one? I don't know, Steve. You, you claim you sent it to me. Maybe it went, it flew uh, over my head. Because what I was going to say is you should find that clip and just insert it okay. like every 10, insert it. 10, 15 seconds in this segment. Because You think I should insert it every 10 or 15 seconds? Yeah. yeah. All right. Like it's there. Yeah, yeah. And then pull it out and then stick it back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dick jokes. <laughs> Guys. Welcome to the dick joke episode. Oh, Apparently God. 26 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're making 26. Oh minutes man. There's a new record. We're making dick jokes. Ryan. Yeah. Steve. What's watch new? that one. Win it. What's new. <sighs> what is new? You got anything new? Not yet. I'm, I, I'm I assuming at this point then I've, I've jammed with that new band that I, that I'm going to check out. Oh yeah. Tell me, how did that go? I don't know. Cause it hasn't happened in my <laughs> real life yet. Cause we record two episodes at a yeah. time. Yeah. This is the same week as the previous week. So like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it turned out. It's perfect. We're, we're rock stars now. And this is going to be my last episode doing a podcast. Cause I'm going to be too busy being a rock star. Wow. Yeah. That's I see how on. it is. Uh, do you have anything new? I don't. I feel like I should. I don't. 
Slow week. Slow week. I mean, is it, yeah, how was your Thanksgiving, Steve? Uh, it was either great or terrible. I think I ate too much. Oh. You know, I've had this thing where... Uh, oh, I wish I could eat more. Uh, my guess is that I cooked a bunch of things mm. and then I carved the turkey and I laid it out. And then I just went out onto by my fire pit that I've never used by myself and mm. just sat on the bench underneath the umbrella and stared at the sky for like 10 minutes that trying to nice. like decompress. After I like cooking you, a large meal that you're planning this out now while we're, we're recording this out, like before we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but you already know what your plan yeah. is. You're well, like, I know where I'm going to sit. I know what I'm going to do. And I know how long because it's literally take. that's what I did after cooking Christmas dinner last year mm. is I went and like, I disappeared. I made, I set everything up. Melissa helped set everything up. But after like, because I was just cooking for like the, for like 45 minutes straight of like in it and whatever. After that, I was just like, I don't want to eat this food right now. I just want to be away, be away in a quiet place. Maybe I put a head, put my headphones in, mm. listen to uh, the dulcet tones of Joe Branton mm. over at the guitar nerds podcast. I don't know. Or maybe I listen to nothing. I want to know what all the Europeans did. All our European listeners. I want to know what you did for Thanksgiving. I might tell us in the comment section. I might have a client meeting on Thanksgiving morning because it's a Canadian client that's working primarily with our UK site. You know what? You don't call her up on Canadian Thanksgiving. She should have a little respect for our national holiday that barely matters. I think Canadian Thanksgiving might be on a weekend. They know how to do it right. Actually, you know what? Thanksgiving on a Thursday. Yeah. Give us a day off of work. Two days off. Two days off. It's Thursday perfect. It's beautiful. I don't want to interrupt that. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I don't I don't know what else is new. Um, this has been riveting conversation. I still need to clean Good the garage. Podcasting. Good podcasting, guys. We did it. You're clapping a lot lately. You clapped last episode. <laughs> clap this episode. I'm just clapping. I'm in a Clap on. Clap off. It's a clapper. How long can we do this before people realize that we really don't have anything to talk about anymore? <laughs> Probably this episode. <laughs> this is it. This is the last episode, guys. Uh, We've ran out of stuff. This to episode talk about. is brought to you all by Chase Bliss. That's we right. We still got Steve. this preamp Mark II from the Automatone series. That I is need a collab to use that between more often. Chase Bliss and Benson. You can use it in your new band. If it's new, oh, new wave. I was thinking of like synth wave you where you like you if you could automate these to just be like i'm gonna mount it to a guitar and use it in the band that seems excessive a little bit a little bit but anyway people gotta see it though it's incredible head on over to chasebliss.com you can check out pedals like this they got regular size pedals they got a bunch of features they got all kinds of things they make pedals more creative than you are definitely more creative looking. than i am uh, i still have not figured out how to use my mood I don't know if I'll ever figure out really how to use it. it. You don't so. figure it out. It figures you out. Yeah. I, yeah. That's that's what I kind of feel like. It's like, a happy accidents pedal, you know? Yeah. It's it's matching itself to my mood, not the other. Right, I, right. I can't. You have to I be in a good mood. Push my mood onto it. Yes. It will push its mood onto me. That's how I feel about the mm. mood right now. Chase mm. Bliss. Chase Bliss. Thanks for the money, Chase Bliss. <laughs> All right, Ryan. 
We're gonna hit. That's this. how every sponsorship should be. Thanks for the money. Here's the sponsor. We're gonna hit. We actually this topic. We, I deep I have deep feelings towards Chase Bliss and Joel <laughs> Corte over there. So huge thanks for continuing to support the show. We are smashing through this episode. Yeah, we are. I hope it's short. Let's do a short one. No, I'm gonna make it real long. Right? Are now. we doing the topic? We're at the topic. You found the topic, so I'll let you pull uh, it out. Uh, Patrick Chen asked. This was on our Facebook group, by the way. Uh, every other Wednesday, I do a topic call out on the Facebook group. So if you want to be part of that, and you want to contribute to the show, go join the 60 Cycle Hum Facebook group. And every other Wednesday, you'll see me make a post. I usually put a picture of an animal talking into a microphone. Say, hey, what are we going to talk about this week? And, uh, you know, viewers just like you, listeners just like you, comment and they suggest things that would be worthwhile for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. Patrick Chen wants to know best chicken sandwich. Patrick Chen has been a friend of the show for a very long time. That's true. I own his compressor. Mm. I've never played it. I just own it. <laughs> the collaboration devices compressor. It's a really cool looking pedal. And that's why I like, bought it. Cause it looks cool. Sounds like you're just renting it from uh, future generations. Kind of. Yeah. You're that's a lot keeping, of you're keeping it safe for the future. That's a lot of my pedals, unfortunately, right now. <laughs> that should have been a, that should have been my what's new. So, uh, should we lay down some ground rules? Like this should be like chain restaurants only, right? Uh, or do we do we want to have it be local flavor? Like, I mean, it's not going to change it for me. I think chain is fine. Okay, okay. Then we don't have to worry. About um, um, let, let you you name a, a let's let's try to get a couple each and then we'll pick our favorites. Sure. You you well, say one and then I'll then I'll counter with with one. Um that seems too simple. Okay. I don't think we're going to get enough content out of that. Okay. All right. Then. What do you what do you uh, propose well, we do? Let's just name chicken sandwiches okay. and and then we'll just name them. They don't have to be like a good How one. How do you feel bad. about the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Everyone I've, went nuts for that I've thing. only had it once. I thought it was fine. That's how I feel about it. I kind of no, feel no. I take it back. I've had it twice. Huh. The first time it was fine. The second time, unfortunately, I got it with a bunch of other chicken, and it was at the end of the night, and all that chicken was gross. Oh, so I think the sandwich was still fine, but because the rest of the chicken was so bad, it really skewed my perception of the sandwich. Chicken from Popeyes. You, you hate to hear it. I've heard Popeye's has bad chicken very often. Really? Every Popeye's chicken I've ever had has I've, been fantastic. I've heard that Popeye's is very store-to-store store or restaurant-to-restaurant huh. and and time point-to-time point. So well, I yeah. Went like if, late, if, I, I felt like when I bought this, it was like probably 8 o'clock on a Sunday, 9 o'clock on a Sunday, maybe an hour or so away from closing. I felt like I got the chicken that was put on for the dinner rush and mm. didn't get bought. Right. And you got that dry chicken. Like it was. That's how I feel about the, the, like the fried chicken terrible. from the grocery store. Sometimes the grocery store fried chicken is like fantastic. Oh yeah. But if yeah. you are there in between rushes, it's going to be dry. Yeah. It's going to be awful. Every kind of like the best worst thing you almost you could do at, at like you go to Vons or whatever is you know you're going to take chicken strips home with you mm. is to go over they there don't make it home and be like and and be like hey um any chance you guys are going to make a fresh batch of chicken strips anytime soon cuz i want those you can smell it when you're out, yeah. when you're rolling up to the store you can smell it outside you're like ah it's chicken time yeah, yeah. but yeah i've i've that was my pot last time i had pop so i'm going to say it's it's 
okay. I know a lot of people love it. I think the Popeye's chicken sandwich got uh, the got the world excited for chicken sandwich. Yeah, I think po- the Popeye's chicken sandwich walked. So everyone else's chicken sandwich. It reminded us that there was other chicken other than Chick Fil A, yeah. and and the Wendy's spicy. You, you well, know? since you mentioned Chick Fil A, how do you feel about the Chick Fil A eh, chicken sandwich? Eh. Not a fan. Not a fan. I, going back to the Popeyes, I want to say that like it's good, but it needs some veggies. Are we talking all chicken sandwiches here? All not just not just spices. I I, I always default to spicy. Yeah, so same, you know, same. I'm never going to get one that's not spicy. Yeah. I, I get the spicy if I go to Chick-fil-A too. So. Uh, and and to that point, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. So bef- I don't want chicken that's not spicy. I want For, I want uh, I want to eat chicken that ate, I want to eat the meat of a chicken that ate peppers. You I know? feel like there's a timeline, right? There's before Popeye's and after Popeye's. Okay. We're in the after so Popeye's time. We're in the after Popeye's now. Before Popeye's, you had like the Chick-fil-A and even the Chick-fil-A spicy. You had a lot of places that did a spicy chicken sandwich, but they did something that was not really a, it was like not a Nashville chicken sandwich, but it wasn't, I don't even know what it was. Like, I don't know what that spice palette is. It was just a very specific chicken sandwich thing. And it always had lettuce, tomato and Jack in a box was always like spicy chicken sandwich. Would you like cheese for that? It's like, what kind of psychopath puts cheese Honest, I love well, cheese. Jack in the Box is like, how much of this do you want dipped in mayo? Because we dip the whole thing well, in that's, mayo. That's true, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you had those kind of Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is a classic. Everybody had a ch- spicy chicken sandwich that was all kind of the same thing. And then when Popeye's came in, it was a whole new direction of spicy chicken sandwich. Well, I think what changed is the meat quality. It was no. like, here's, here's a thicker piece of, of meat. But if you got like a good Wendy's chicken sandwich, it was a thick piece of meat. Yeah. Maybe not as thick, know. but it okay, was. Let's, 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 but let's, Popeye's did the orange sauce, let's for, I feel like. Let's first. forget about talking about all spicy chicken sandwiches. Let's talk about our favorites. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a couple favorites right now. Okay. Really like Jollibee's. All right. The Jollibee uh, spicy deluxe chicken sandwich. It's got tomato. It's got lettuce on mm-hmm. there. It's got a sauce on it. It also has fresh jalapenos. Oh, interesting. And you know, I haven't encountered that anywhere from any other fast food place. It's not a big sandwich, but it, it hits that spot. And it has a slightly like, you know, it's Jollibee. It's a Filipino yeah. chain. It has yeah. that slightly kind of like Asian flavor to the dressing. That's just a little bit different. It feels like something special. You know, it's a little bit different. So now, now you say one that you really like. A lot of people are, I think this is going to set a lot of people off. Here we go. Controversial. McDonald's spicy McCrispy. Really? I haven't tried it. I don't, I'm not a McDonald's uh, boy. That one, when they first introduced it, they were doing a lot of promos that were like, buy one, get one free. Uh, buy one, get free fries, stuff like that. And I was probably eating like one or two a week. Wow. Um, it's good. All right. I'm not going to say it's like, if you put it toe to toe with like the best Popeye sandwich, maybe the Popeye's one is better, but I think it's better than the average. Like of the two Popeye sandwiches I had, I think the McDonald's one is just as good. You know what? I, you know what, what I, I will say I'll, is, you pretty much have to get it. I only get the I. The other night I got the the deluxe one. The del- I don't like vegetables on a spicy chicken sandwich. Really, I, I like to have I like to have a little bit of green. I just want pickles. 
Well, part of it is because I'm like eating it on the move. That That is part of it that doesn't help. I pick this stuff up when I'm driving home after work. Okay, okay, I just okay. want to eat in the car while I have a two-hour commute. It's stupid. It's not good for my health. It's not. It's bad for my health. I should not do it. But I'm hungry. You have to eat. I need to eat. Yeah. McDonald's, McCrispy, or whatever the hell it's called, spicy version. I think it's. I think it should be on everyone's list. I think everyone should at least try it. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot sometime, Steve. Um, you know what? What one I actually like better than Popeyes? What I like KFC's chicken sandwich. But what I really like is the chicken sandwich that they don't even have anymore. Oh, the double decker. No, the triple <laughs> zinger. The tri- I was I, that the one that was like two bites though. No, they had a. They, that was later. They they came out with a smaller version of the triple zinger. I think it was just just the zinger. Oh, okay, but the triple zinger had three tenderloin, the three chicken tenders on it that yeah. were fried. Yeah, and they had this beautifully soft bun, and they would do shredded lettuce, and they would do like salsa tomatoes, where it was like diced tomato. Interesting. And I this, don't think I've had. This. And the zinger sauce. I lived on the things during college. Like mm, you, you, okay. you were in high school at the time when this was going sure. on. Yeah, I was in college. There was a KFC near my college. And it was like, you know, it was, it was the early 2000s, late 90s. So it was like you get the meal for like four bucks or whatever. Right. And it came with the potato right. wedges. I I miss that sandwich so much. That was an incredible chicken sandwich. All right. All right. Moving. Bring it back, KFC. I'm going to move slightly outside of fast food, but still in the fast cash. Okay. Freaking Dave's hot chicken, Dave's, dude. Dave's, I, I mean, it's local to us. I think they're a Southern California chain. I think yeah, they're in LA too. I don't know how. Yeah, that's. I've had it up to the hot level. I want to go to the next don't, step. Don't, it doesn't to to taste. The, next, the extra hot doesn't I feel taste like good. I gotta do it at least once. And do it once, then, but it doesn't taste good. All right, maybe I'll just. Because the thing is, is I'm, I'm not a spicy boy. I am, I'm but the hot boy. is like. I think is my limit is probably hot, but I won't know if hot is my limit unless I go past it. And I hear what you're saying. A lot of time places that do like extra hot, it's just straight. Like it just tastes like extract. Yeah. It's just, Oh, we, we didn't, we just put, we just ground up pepper seed. We didn't actually put make a sauce at this. Like it was it. When I had the extra hot, I was like, yeah, this is, this is heat. The thing that it was is like, because it's, uh, it's a, na- a national chicken style joint. Yeah, yeah. The extra hot gets the heat of actual national hot chicken, mm-hmm. but the flavor's not there because they're doing some sort of extract or some sort of like, like hyper pepper that's ground up or something yeah. like that. They're, they they've they've lost the flavor at that point, mm-hmm. but the flavor's still really good at the hot level. But the extra hot, no. I gotta try it. Try I it. Try, try it once. But the, yeah, I really like their sandwich. They call them sliders. But yeah. one's one's enough, like because they usually put a piece of chicken on there that's yeah, nice, pretty nice big. and thick. But that kale slaw on there and the pickles, yeah. yeah, they actually will put cheese on it too. I know you poo pooed the cheese earlier, but they'll put cheese on it. I I could see cheese working on a Nashville style sandwich. I just don't, yeah, don't like it on the Jack in a Box one. Oh, it dep- I guess it depends on the cheese. If it's like a pro, people are still watching this provolone or like a incredible. Swiss. I think that works. I just don't want like orange cheese on a right. You don't want you don't want you don't want like a slice of 
craft style American cheese on yeah. it, like a pepper jack or even like a provolone or something like that. Like on a, on a fried chicken, think about it like a, like a chicken cordon bleu sort of situation, you know? Did, did you like, ever, okay. Did you ever have the cluck from Jack in the box? The cluck sandwich? I don't think I did. I don't go to Jack in the box very often. Uh, that one was a big disappointment because they put the orange sauce on it, but it wasn't hot sauce. It was just orange. Oh, it was like a sweet chicken sandwich. Weird. Not a fan. I have the, or was that the one? Are you sure the cluck wasn't the one from Burger King? Was it? I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. They of. had one at Burger King and it turned out that it was like the same, the same food distributor making it as Popeye's. Cause it's like, they're under the same brand. So I, I don't know the one that I'm just saying, like the one that I have, what that I'm thinking of, it looked like it should have been a like a, you know, like a spicy just, sauce, but chicken it was breast. Just, it was with, just orange. With an orange sauce on it, right? And Popeyes, like I said, they they were the ones who started the orange spicy this specific flavor palette. Um, but the Jack or whichever whoever this was that did this, it was like a sweet. It was like huh. a sweet sauce. I don't want sweet. I want spicy. Yeah. I mean, make it sp- sweet and spicy. You got another one for us? I don't think so. I think that's my top three right now. All right, my- so Jollibee, KFC. And Dave's. Yeah. I'm going to recommend one more. Okay. Kind of messy because it's got a lot going on. But it's definitely the hottest of these that I've tried. It's the one that I had to fight to get through. The Island's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Interesting. They have a spicy chicken sandwich. It's got some kind of like Hawaiian-inspired hot sauce on it, pepper sauce. So it's like both got a little bit of like pineapple sweetness and the sandwich might even have a pineapple on it. I don't remember, mm. but I forget. I think the sauce is called like Huli Huli sauce. Okay. Um, but I, that's from memory. I don't remember my memory could be wrong, but I remember it being really good and also taking me forever to eat because it was so spicy. It was big because it's islands and it was very spicy. Mm. So I would recommend that. I know once every year, like you make your annual pilgrimage to islands to see how bad the quality's gotten. Last time I went, it was, it, it bummed me out how bad islands is now. Yeah. Sorry. Gone, gone down hill really hard. Tell us what your favorite Chicken sandwich, spicy chicken sandwich is yeah, in the, the comments. Help us help us with your with your comments on this guitar podcast. Tell or, us why we're wrong or why we were right. We're getting to the the point of the year where we're like we're winding down for the holidays and we just don't really care anymore. And we're like, where's where's Dude, the- we did a taco episode like I know uh, two months but ago. But most of the most of the year we keep it real tight. Here's guitar stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're we're all about this guitar Is stuff. Is this seriously three screen grabs of text? Yes. This next ad was sent by Philip Laclede. Uh it's called These Acoustic Guitars. I need to sit back and let Steve read this. Oh my gosh. We can trade off if you want. 
Great sounding acoustic guitars with large volume, clear sound, and resounding tone. These guitars have a very unique bright tone, an excellent and clear projection style sound. These guitars have been completely and properly set up. These guitars have been cleaned and polished and completely set up, and many are flawless and beautiful looking and feeling acoustic guitar and ready to be played. These secondhand treasure guitars have been accurately set up with the bridge saddle having been sanded to a perfect tolerance to create a low action and an ease of playability and a very sweet acoustic sound and a richness of tone not usually found in even higher priced acoustic guitars and without any string buzz. These, I had to swallow some spit there because I'm reading so much. <laughs> These guitars have had brand new Daddario acoustic guitar strings installed for a crisp and clear resounding and exciting sound. These and other acoustic guitars can be seen and played or heard played in the Lake Anna area. These are all must play before you purchase an acoustic guitar at a much higher price. These guitars have been hand selected for their crisp, clear, and brightness of sound. We have sold 58 guitars since September 2022. Our patrons find our acoustic guitars to be a step above in sound and quality when searching for the right pre-owned acoustic guitar, asking $175 for this exceptional sounding Mitchell 12-string acoustic guitar. One of the best I've ever played. The Yamaha is sold. Asking Court AD810. No longer available. The Yamaha F3 is sold. Spirit, no longer available. <laughs> Does he have anything left? Silvertone Pro Series, no longer available. Asking $80 for the Mitchell Jr. with a Mitchell labeled guitar bag. This guy just goes on and on and on. It is three pages. Hold on, of hold, these. On hold on. Let's do this right. <laughs> This is the professional wrestling tag in. I'll tag in, Steve. Oh. Get in here. I'm glad right. you told me what right. it is. The rare Nagoya with the original hard shell case is sold. All of our guitars are must-play guitars. You could be proud to own, play, and display to friends and family. Do not spend more money on a new acoustic guitar that will not sound as good as these secondhand treasure acoustic guitars. Do not spend more money on a new acoustic guitar that will not sound as good as these secondhand treasures. If you're looking for a great sounding acoustic guitar, moderately priced, uh, modestly priced according to the sound and tone that is produced by each individual guitar, then visit us here in the Lake Anna area. You will find a secondhand treasure acoustic guitar. You can honestly call your own hand-selected treasure. Investing hard-earned cash in an acoustic guitar should be a very personal and rewarding decision. Trust me, I have test played over 120 parentheses 120 brand new acoustic guitars in five music stores in two states since december 2022 and over 75 parentheses 75 used acoustic guitars in the same period that's 195 total guitars you will not be disappointed owning any one of these secondhand treasure acoustic guitars as mentioned above we have 20 acoustic guitars in the house and several need to find other homes Message me if interested in scheduling a day and time to play or hear these extremely excellent sounding acoustic guitars uh, played by you or me prior to your making that rewarding decision of purchasing a great sounding acoustic guitar. These are very special and accurately set up acoustic guitars with warm and big volume resounding tone. 
Come give them a free no pressure test play. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. I feel pressure just by this ad. We are located in the Lake Anna area. According to many previous patrons, you will be glad you traveled the distance. Happy guitar hunting. And then there's a picture of his pile of cheap he's, guitars. He's asking $12,345,678. This, I think he's just putting in a, this a, 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 ad. Yeah, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah, yeah. eight. This ad has been up for six weeks. Uh, I my guess is he just. It's. I bet this ad is always up. Yeah. These acoustic guitars are the best I've ever heard. I've tried over two hundred. Like this is. This person is wild. I'm glad I don't know this person in person. Maybe I do. This. If, I'm, if you're in the audience and this is your ad, I'm sorry, but I'm a. I'm gonna dunk on you because this, this is weird. This uh, ad is basically. Whatever. This ad is basically what I think of when I whenever I read the Firefly Guitars group. <laughs> it, Somebody from that group, there's definitely people in that group who, who listen to the show. My and so we're probably gonna I, I I get it like my head canon is that this guy is searching for all the good ones. And so he goes to all these different stores and yeah. he tries every single $200 guitar that he can find. And he goes, yeah, yeah, this one's got a really deep sound. This one's really, yeah, this one's got a really jangly sound. Like, oh, this one sounds really, really nice. And they're all, they're all, they're Mitchells, you know, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're affordable guitars. I'm sure he's had some nice guitars and stuff like that, but it's like, there's something that he's hearing and there's something that he's experiencing and he's enjoying these guitars and he believes that he is a guitar sommelier mm -hmm. and he is selecting the best of the best that he can find in this budget range and he's taking them home and maybe he is maybe he's uh, uh setting up the nuts and and doing uh, uh adjustments and things like that he's making them better but it it reads like the manifesto of a maniac <laughs> like, well, okay, so, okay. So settle down. Like, it reads like he believes that him collecting this guitars is a brand of guitars. Like, he's established right. a brand of guitars in him being a cheap acoustic sommelier. Yeah, his, his guitar store is called These Guitars. These Guitars. One thing I will, I and there, this is kind of an interesting thing. And, I and maybe I'm totally off. I'm just making stuff up about the way I imagine a person in my head. But. What, I, what I, what I, no, what I legitimately think, given some of these models, I I think you are on to something that maybe he's finding these at stores, pawn shops. They're all secondhand. He's going in. Maybe they're a little dirty. Maybe there's some some kind of thing where, uh, you know, he's saying he's asking one seventy five for a Mitchell twelve string. He probably bought that for like a hundred bucks, one hundred twenty five bucks or whatever. He's a flipper off the used pile in Guitar Center. Because I I own a I own from like a I think it's a two thousand or so nineteen ninety nine two thousand maybe ninety eight I forget uh, Mitchell MD one hundred right uh, laminate top whatever they use for the back it's, I think it's supposed to be mahogany back and sides mahogany neck it's probably all cheap for that time period um, it's a really good playing acoustic guitar. But then he says, when he says in here, um, 
a very unique bright tone and excellent clear projection style sound that could, that Mitchell I have is bright. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it has excellent projection, but I guess it has clear projection. It's, it's a quiet guitar for, for a dreadnought body, but I could see like if somebody played one of these or had experiences with them being like, yeah, Mitchell has made good acoustic guitars, good beginner acoustic guitars if they are in good shape. And so this guy's buying them. Maybe they're a little beat up, cleaning them up, replacing a nut and, and trying to sell them. The sound of any acoustic instrument, any instrument mm-hmm. is so completely subjective. Like I, one of my favorite sounding acoustic guitars that I've ever played is my sister's Aria Pro 2 mm. that she bought from Guitar Trader for like 200 bucks or something like that. It's got this, I'm going to sound like this guy now. It's got this deep richness to it, but it also has this really nice, like a uh, high person personality, like high end to it, like right. the top into it. Thing plays like ass. I've, I've <laughs> put, I've put hours into like tweaking the truss rod and, and making adjustments to it and stuff like that. It's not fun to play, yeah, but it sounds fantastic to my ear. Any acoustic guitar can sound great. If that is, if it sounds like your preference. Mm-hmm. So he, like he mentioned, him, well, him, him saying like, Oh, I found all these excellent, you know, all these guitars have richness of tone. You won't find anywhere else. Like it, like dude is high on his supply. He has seven guitars pictured here. Uh, he mentions one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It looks like seven. Did I say seven? Add an eight and that's the price. Oh, there are eight. Sorry. There's eight guitars in the picture, but I right. think he only named seven in the listing. Uh, he doesn't name, I'm not sure which one. I think there's a Jasmine he doesn't name. Um, and you know what? But, but what, so what I was going to say is it's, it is interesting, but not that interesting to me that the two that haven't sold are the Mitchell 12 string and the Mitchell junior. They're both kind of weird and they're both ones though. The Silvertone pros I've played were a little weird. The Yamaha F f 325d i don't know if i've sold that one but i've sold i've haven't i haven't sold one i don't know if i've played that particular model but i've played ones around that range same with the fg 800 they're solid star again solid starter acoustic guitars that like with a fresh set of strings and an improved like nut or saddle put are potentially like they're fine really good bonfire guitar all right and that's not a row in the bonfire but yeah take it to the beach it's not a and that's not a knock on them it's just like yeah none of these guitars no matter no matter what you do to them are gonna sound like a martin d15 or hd 28 or whatever they're not gonna sound like the cheapest not baby taylor like they're not going to sound as good as like a even a one fourteen or a two fourteen Taylor, they're but they're not supposed fine. to. And like, yeah, it could it could actually be pretty revealing and pretty compelling to answer this guy's ad and go to his house and try all his guitars and like pick your favorite. Like at that point, you're basically going to his store. Yeah, but you're yeah. picking guitars that he's done a setup on. 
If you were like the first person, like it could be, it could be compelling. If you were the first person in here, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guitars, and you knew that no matter what, you're not spending more than three hundred dollars on an acoustic guitar, but you might spend as little as like a hundred and fifty dollars, then yeah, it, it might be worth going to check them out. Like the the, dude, the, the rough house part looks pretty clean. The rough part is like if you if you go over and you try you spend like an hour trying all his guitars and you don't want any of them, and then you don't buy one. Yeah. Like, is he, is he going to flip out on you? I mean, he says, like, you don't want any of these guitars. He says, come give them these a guitars have richness of tone. Yeah. He says, please come give them a free, no pressure test play after writing a two and a half screenshot wall of text. This is, right. there are no paragraphs, right? There's okay. There's periods. He did write. The, there's punctuation in this. The, the, the Spelling is 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 fine. He yeah. spell checked. It, it doesn't read like it like, but, but a lot I mean, of it is is redundant. Excuse me. It's it's very it's this redundant rant. Yeah. How many times do we need to know that you're in the Lake Anna area, especially when this is a Facebook listing? Which I wish means, I had a count for how many times it says these guitars. Which means that your location, your general location, is in the listing. Right. People know where they are. Here's on Facebook marketplace. Like they're not surprised. Like, Oh, well, I'm going to visit this, the St. Anna area. Ryan. No, you're already there. I have this really dumb thought. Give me your dumb thought, Steve. He says, according to our many previous patrons, you will be glad you traveled the distance. Happy guitar hunting. This isn't in Fredericksburg, Virginia. It's too bad. You don't have any business guitar business to do in like Washington, DC. <laughs> Because it would be hilarious. To, you know, uh, I've been to, thinking about going to Congress to talk to them about used guitars. No, I'm just saying, like, if there was, like, a guitar, like, here would be, here would hey, be. Hey, Rick Beato, next time you go to talk to Congress, oh I'm going to tag along. I've got issues to talk about, Fredericksburg, too. Virginia, if you were to, like, take a trip out to uh, tour the PRS factory in Maryland and then be like, I'm going to day trip over to this guy. And and when you're, when you're playing the guitar, be, just be like, dude, I saw your ad. I knew I had to fly all the way out here from I had California. To try this. I better not be. I better be happy. Yeah. And then at the end, just be like, "I'm not glad I traveled." I regret California. my I, journey. I regret this trip, and just see if it just devastates him. That's well, what I, I mean. Won't, I just I won't be a patron, so my my opinion won't matter. That's true. That's true. The patrons are happy I have to because buy they have something, something for it to matter. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just the like. This whole thing seems like it's written by like a slightly crazy person, but then I just did like this absolute psychopath takedown of like you should do this thing to crush this man's dreams. We're all none of us none of us are all right here. We're all you're wa- you're watching an hour long guitar podcast and we're making it. Like we're we've been doing this 10 years. None of this is is okay behavior. Like it's all just obsessive, weird behavior that we're doing here. This is not normal or, or good or fine. Like, Ryan. This is the last episode of this you, sh- you guys should ever watch. I'm just saying. Like We're going to keep making them, but this is the last one for you guys. You'll I be, think if, if you want to be healthy mentally. You'll be back next week, and it'll be better. <laughs> um, or worse. Ryan. Yes, Steve. Ah. Uh, What's what's let's do some we made it to an hour, which I'm happy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh what's your pick for the Adventures Club? My pick. We've got the six, we've got the my chainsaw. Pick is chainsaw. Really? Yeah. 
I felt like the chainsaw kind of deflated on me. Like, uh, I was excited. No, this, okay. No, no, All right. Really feel My second right. choice. These acoustic guitars. Yeah, I'm going these acoustic guitars. <laughs> these acoustic guitars. You won it. Who who won that? Uh, Philip Laclede. Congratulations. These acoustic guitars won you a $25 gift certificate. <laughs> printed on heavy virtual cardstock to the retailer fast food establishment or other business of your choice. Yeah, if maybe you can figure out how to you, get a gift card for the IRS, send Steve the link. We'll hook you up. $25 digital gift card to the IRS. Uh, if you've got a favorite chicken sandwich place, maybe Ooh. they do a digital gift card. Maybe if you want to try one of our favorites. Uh, this song was sent by Toy Hospital. I like it already. Uh, we are we play these songs at the end of shows. We're starting to run low on track. So if you want to send one, send us a downloadable email us. Uh, email us 60cyclehumcast at gmail.com, a downloadable file. It makes it easy for me to play off my phone and yeah. it makes it easy for Ryan to insert a clean track. Like if you send us like a band camp or like a, a like a SoundCloud or something like that, and I'm not I have to pay money then to, to download it, I'm gonna be bummed i'm gonna do it but it's gonna take me extra time i care more about the time than the, than the dollar just send us an mp3 if you send us a spotify link i might not be able to play the track that you want because i don't right. have spotify premium so mm. if you have more than one track it's gonna shuffle on me and it might not play the right one just send us an mp3 you're if you've got your track copyrighted through cd baby or DistroKid or whatever you're gonna get a cut of and you're gonna get a cut of our ad revenue from this video so just just send us the link all you right know, no don't send us a link send us the, the file Here's the email. Hey, Ryan and Steve, first time, long time here. I play guitar in a band called Toy Hospital. We're based on the sunny side of Scotland. Is there a sunny side of Scotland? I don't know. Uh, but our music is anything but sunny. We're an indie, shoegazy, dream poppy band in the mold of many great uh, dual Scottish bands like Frightened Rabbit with bits of Midwest emo thrown in for good measure. Toy Hospital started as a lockdown project for our esteemed leader, Martin, and evolved from a garage band band uh, into a real band like Pinocchio. We released our first single body heat a couple weeks ago to celebrate how the songs have shifted and evolved since becoming a four piece. This is that song, a body heat.
Solid track. Yeah, I liked it. No notes. Bye, everybody. Stay grounded.